Hey, listener, are you happy with your current chicken wings? Do you wish you had something a little saucier? If you answered yes, then it might be time for you to break up with your old chicken wings and get a new honey. Lemon pepper wing from Popeye's. Share the wings with your friends so they can see it's time to move on, too. Head to Popeye's and get six-piece honey lemon pepper wings for $5.99. At participating U.S. restaurants, price may vary. Remember the Thai cave rescue? What about the mission depicted in Black Hawk Down or the epic rescue shown in Captain Phillips? You've probably heard of all of these, but did you know that U.S. Air Force Special Warfare played a pivotal role in all of them? These airmen are the most highly trained warriors on the planet. Other forces like the SEALs and Army Rangers call on them to provide skills no one else can. Not many people make the cut, but if you think you can, visit AirForce.com to learn more. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is Dave LaGreca. On today's episode, WWE Hall of Famer Bully Ray and I talk Monday Night Raw from last night not a lot of good some bad and some downright ugly we'll get into Monday Night Raw also Bully gets into the state of pro wrestling right now and how we can improve it moving forward the back half of 2021 all that right now on the Busted Open Podcast Bully, when it comes to you and I, I think the word that I would disc- I would use more often than not when talking about the shows that we do together is honesty. We're always very, very honest uh, with our audience and with one another. When when you say something I don't like, I'll say it. When I do something that you don't like, you're going to say it, and you're going to say it on air. You're not going to wait till a break or after the show. You we you're very very. Um, honest with the audience. So I'm going to try to be honest with the audience as well. Listen, for all the people out there, Bully, that enjoyed Monday Night Raw last night, and I know that there are people that did, that, you know, there are people that wait anxiously for Raw to start at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. They sit and watch three hours of Raw, and they love it. They can't get enough of it. God bless just stay the fuck away from me. Don't come near me. Don't come near my family. I want you 100 yards away from my house. I have already contacted Vernon Police. I do not want you anywhere near me. But God bless. If if this I already informed the police. Like they said what? I said, I don't want anyone 100 yards away from me. Who? Anyone that watches Raw. The first thing they say is, people still watch that show? And then the second thing is, oh yeah, don't worry. We know who watch Raw and enjoy it. We follow them on a daily basis. Stay away from me. Don't come near me. But God bless you for enjoying Monday Night Raw for three hours. Anything else? Bully, you called me at, uh, what time was it? 8.30? And you start talking about, what you're watching on the TV screen, which was raw. And I'm like, oh, yeah. And you're like, you're not watching, are you? 
I don't know. I had to pick up my daughter. I, I, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be completely honest with the audience, and I said this to you. I don't start watching Raw until about nine, nine fifteen. That's when I start watching Raw. Sirius XM cannot pay me enough money. Not that they do, but they cannot pay me enough money to sit in front of my TV for three hours in the moment and watch Monday Night Raw. I'm sorry. It ain't going to happen. I'll start watching. I start watching at 9, 9, 15. Perfect time to start watching Monday Night Raw. Quality of life is very, very important to me. Okay? See, I'm the exact opposite. I have to watch in the moment. Because if I do what you do and watch late and start DVRing stuff, I will buzz through the entire show and not watch a damn thing. That's how uninterested I can become in time at times with the product that they are presenting to us. So I was watching live, as I always do, in the moment. You just can't do it. It's very interesting how we have two different ways of going about this show. Well, we're trying. It's kind of like we're trying to deal with this, right? Bully, you and I are kind of our support system. Like, how do we deal with this three hours? Think about what you just said. You have been a fan of pro wrestling all of your life. Yep. I have been a fan of pro wrestling all of my life. I've had a modicum of success in this industry. We're watching Monday Night Raw, and we're trying to deal with it. Yeah. Trying to do... I've been, I've been very blunt on this show, and I think I've even told you, I get anxiety watching Raw at times. Because I can't believe I'm dedicating three hours of my life every single week to something that is not bringing me joy. It's, it's, or minimal amounts of joy. You get anxiety. I've, I don't get the anxiety leading into Raw like I used to because now that's why I started doing the nine, nine, 15 thing. I, my, I get depression after the show. So the show's over. I go to bed and literally I can't fall asleep because I'm depressed because it's like a show that I used to love and used to be must-watch TV every Monday, I can't stand. I don't want to feel this way. I don't want it to be this way. And then I'm like, now I got to go on the air tomorrow for three hours and talk about what I just saw. And And Bully, a few weeks back with the WrestleMania backlash with the zombies, I turned it off. And I got a load of shit. So it's not like, I ha- I have to watch it. like you and I you we we rely on each other like and Ed and Gabby are in this too we text back and forth during the show like we have our ways of coping with it you know we 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 try to cope with it as best as possible but I find no joy in Monday nights and bully you just said what you said you're not only a lifelong pro wrestling fan. You made pro wrestling your career. You made that your livelihood. And now you have made your livelihood talking about pro wrestling. I have been a lifelong pro wrestling fan. I scratched and clawed to get this show on the air. I fought with the executives at SiriusXM. Believe me, the last thing they wanted was this show. And I gave up a lot 
because I had a, a really good job with the NFL to make this dream a reality. And Monday Night Raw for years was one of those things where I found joy in my life. You know, I, I, I loved Monday nights. I can't believe that both of us, you and I, are at this point when it comes to this three-hour show on a Monday night. But it's I don't true. think I don't think I'm at the same point that you are because I am able to extract the positives. Mm-hmm. I'll give the positives a chance. It's because of my... What's the what's the word I'm looking for here? Um, the camaraderie or, or the relationship with the wrestlers. I know what it's like to be a wrestler and get trashed in dirt sheets or by so-called journalists. So I will never be that guy. I will always try to find a way to put the boys over. And by the boys, I mean the guys and the gals, obviously. So I will never come on here and and trash the wrestling unless the wrestling is the shits. And we never get bad wrestling on Monday Night Raw. No, that's impossible. You can't make it to Monday Night Raw or to SmackDown and be a bad wrestler. Every once in a while, there are bad matches, bad performances, but you're not a bad wrestler. Although I, I can already hear Twitter lighting up with a couple of suggestions on who bad wrestlers are. So when I come on here, I try to put put the matches over that I liked, and there were some there there was some decent matches last night. Yeah, questionable questionable finishes maybe, um, but but I feel uh, I, I feel a sense of I have to do the right thing by mm. the wrestlers because I know what it's like to not have the right thing done by you, and plenty of times you you know I've heard in the past you know oh his match was the shits his match was awful his match was this. And then people don't say about the effort that was put forth. I'll always talk about the effort that was put forth. But if you think about it, Dave, I remember watching Raw since the day it came on, you know, on the USA Network from the Manhattan Center. And then as they branched out. And then I remember being in ECW and watching Monday Night Raw to keep up with the product and see what direction the business was heading in. And then obviously getting called up to the WWE and being involved on Monday Night Raw's in the Attitude Era, which we can all agree is the greatest, you know, the greatest Monday Night Raw's of all time. And then seeing what Raw had morphed into and now seeing what it is now. It's a difficult watch. Ladies and gentlemen, we are live! Serious XM Fight Nation is your home for the hardest hitting combat sports talk you'll find in the world. Whether it's pro wrestling, MMA, or boxing, join the conversation with us at 877 Fight 93 anytime from 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. Eastern as we react to the hottest storylines, most intriguing matchups, and more. Oh my God! Your home for the best all day combat sports talk anywhere is Serious XM Fight Nation, Channel 156. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. 
The best part of spring cleaning takeaway is the post-clean clarity you get. It's kind of like when you find out you've been paying a fortune for wireless when Mint Mobile has phone plans for $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. It's time to switch to Mint Mobile. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Ditch overpriced wireless with Mint Mobile's limited-time deal and get three months of premium wireless service for $15 a month. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash busted open. That's mintmobile.com slash busted open. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash busted open. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Warmer, sunnier days are calling. Fuel up for them with Factors, no prep, no mess meals. Meet your wellness goals in time for summer thanks to the menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factors Fresh Never Frozen Meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great-tasting meals. With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. Crush your wellness goals this May with dietitian approved meals and ingredients that you can trust. Treat yourself to restaurant-quality meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, and blackened salmon. Head to Factormeals.com slash Busted50 and use code Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code Busted50 at Factormeals.com slash Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Bully, are you ready to get to some more Nation members on Raw? Let's go. Let's go out to Kiara in New York. What's going on, Kiara? Hey, Bully. Hey, Dave. Uh, hope all is well with you this morning, despite Raw being, I mean, slightly less of a dumpster fire, but still a dumpster fire. Um, so what I wanted to talk about was, um, so I've been a fan of wrestling since I was about five or six years old. and I'm turning 14 tomorrow. Throughout, you know, whether it be, you know, in class or like in school or outside of school, I've come in, like, I have not met, like, in person, like, excluding events, I have not met many wrestling fans my age. I don't know what, like, how people, like, I don't know if people really think it's important or not at our age, but it's just not relevant the way it used to be. Like, I know some people think the majority of, like, WWE fans are children. I know some people have that opinion. They're really not, because it's not at all relevant with people my age range. And I think WWE could really use another casual fan draw that could get more people my age into it. And, you know, as you were saying, like, with your daughters, uh, with your daughter, Dave, and her friend, like, they're wrestling fans, but they're, like, still not into it. It, it just goes to show that they really, WWE really needs a casual fans, a, a casual fan draw to help out with the product. Are you an AEW fan by any chance? Yeah, I watch pretty much everything that I can get my hands so, on. So what do you like about AEW that you're not getting from the WWE? It's just a more fun environment. And then when they try and make it more mainstream, it's not cringy. When WWE tries to make it more mainstream, it's cringy. Like, don't bring in Logan Paul, you know, or things like that. Bring in, like, other athletes and such. That's less, that's more, way more appealing to people my age than bringing in these, like, stupid YouTuber influencers and such. Yeah, but wouldn't you, did, did the WWE try to bring in Logan Paul? 
Yeah. No, yeah, I'm saying like when I'm just using that as like an example of saying like sometimes when WWE tries to make things more mainstream or appeal to like to younger kids my age, it can come off as cringy or like they're trying too hard. Whereas AEW, when they bring in someone like Shaq or something along those lines, it, it appeals more. Interesting, because I thought I would think that a younger person would want to see the Logan Paul in the ring than the Shaq or the Mike Tyson. Well, I mean, I guess, like, when it comes to, like, a younger, younger kid, maybe. But, like, Logan Paul, like, I don't want to get into, the, like, the whole situation because it's just not relevant uh, and not as relevant anymore. But he and his audience, for the most part, had a big falling out because of some some very stupid stuff that he did on YouTube. Like, for the most part, his audience just doesn't like him anymore. But the the main point I wanted to make was, like, I don't, like, know many wrestling fans my age anymore. And it just it's annoying sometimes because I think WWE could do, like, a – better job at maybe making it more interesting to people around my age range. Hey, Kara, it's a, it's a great phone call, and, and I kind of want to follow up on it. Bully, I was talking about it with Ed Robinson and Gabby before the show today, and you you know this, Bully, Like, and I know it's not around anymore, but when I first started this show in 2009, you went into a Toys R Us. There was a complete aisle full of WWE merchandise. You would go to Toys R Us in Times Square, there was a complete section of all WWE toys and merchandise. I go to Walmart, Bully, and it's one one half of a shelf where they have WWE. And that's actually being shared now by AEW merchandise. They're not tapping into kids. Now, again, you know, fans at AEW... E- we got you got to stop the AEW talk. WWE's been around for decades and decades and decades. AEW Dynamite's been on for a year and a half. Stop comparing AEW Dynamite to Monday Night Raw. That's unfair and you can't do it. Let's put AEW aside. The WWE right now, bully, is not tapping into an audience that I feel they want to be their core audience and that's young children. They're not they're not getting the young children to watch their product right now. They don't have those larger than life characters and personality anymore. Case in point, Ed Robinson was telling me that, you know, he went to Party City, the paper plates still have John Cena and CM Punk on them. That's that's over a decade ago now. Let me ask you this. How old is Abby? Abigail? Abby's Abby's 17. Okay, she's 17 now. Yeah. What's cool to a 17-year-old these days? YouTube, like YouTube, video games. Uh, As her, there's a couple of her friends, and there's very few, believe me. There's a couple of friends that still like wrestling, but it's it's AEW and independent wrestling. Uh, WWE is no longer anywhere near on their radar anymore in the world of in the world of instant gratification 280 characters on twitter or just pictures on instagram or quick videos on tiktok are we at we're, we're, we're talking a matter of minutes like more than a three minute video seems to be a lot now we're asking people to invest three hours yeah it's a lot it's impossible I mean, kids today are, are listen I I got something that I had to read on my email yesterday that was like six pages long, 
And after I got halfway through the first page, I was like, I almost had to tune out because I'm, I've been programmed now to read in 280 characters. And then I had to stop myself, take a break and go, oh, no, this is important. I have to read it. And I got through it. But with younger kids, young teens, 17-year-olds like your daughter, are they just so programmed for that instant gratification in and out that there is no way in hell that they could possibly sit down for three hours and watch it? Well, I mean, sitting down for three hours is an impossibility. Like, that's not even that, that's not even worth having a conversation for a kid or an adult. I mean, for an adult bully, I mean, to invest three hours into something, that's impossible. It's no, very, very I disagree. hard. I, I invest three hours in a bad Raw. I'll, I'd be more than willing to invest three hours in a great Raw. Okay. Now, to, to, to talk about, like, the younger generation and this younger fan that wants instant gratification, it's not true. In, in some respects, it is. But I see my daughter, uh, things that she's interested in, things her friends are interested in, they can't get enough. They want everything. They want to ingest everything about something that they're interested in, whether it's music or movies. Well, you see it with Star Wars fans. There's a lot of younger fans that are Star Wars fans that can't get enough of it. What else can I get? What else can I have? What more can you what, what more can you give me? The 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 younger wrestling fan right now, it's it's AEW and it's independent wrestling. A couple years back it was like the Bullet Club stuff. So that's kind of gone to the wayside. But first of all, there's very, very few. I agree with Kiara. There's there's very, very few younger wrestling fans, you know? I mean, you see, you go to you go to uh, the mall or anywhere. How many wrestling shirts are you really seeing? Unless it's a pro wrestling event. How many uh, wrestling but, shirts are you really seeing? No, I get it. But listen, wrestling has always catered to a fresh batch of younger wrestling fans. And every time there was a boom in wrestling, what was the constant about what we were getting? Characters? And story. Tell me when we had a boom in the pro wrestling industry that did not uh, center around characters and story. It's always been, it's always been that. It's always been, I mean, there's been movements like the Bullet Club. There's been things like that where it's carried uh, at least a little bit that coolness factor or something that, that fans could grasp but the Onto. Bullet Club was characters and a cool yes, name. Absolutely. When, when, when in pro wrestling history, going back to Gorgeous George, when has there ever been a boom in this industry that did not center around characters and story? Never. It's always that's been about what, characters, personality, and story. And that's what we need to get back to because this industry is not going to survive on moves. It's not just moves, but like it's it's... It's you got on one end the moves like, you know, moon salts and three fifth, all this other type of shit. And then you got like what we saw last night on Raw where it's like, I, I, I don't know what how how do you categorize that ending to Monday Night Raw last night? We make movies. I mean, but what bad movies? Uh, some Awful people movies? liked it. Some people liked it. I, I, I and if you did, I'd love to hear from you because like. I don't like my wrestling like that, but to me that that was just stupid. It wasn't entertaining at all. It's not I, what me and you know of pro wrestling because it's not pro wrestling. Even when they do the cinematic matches, at least it's based in pro wrestling. Yes. 
I'll tell you what I did like last night. I loved the I loved the punches Alexa Bliss threw with Shayna Baszler. She was throwing some haymakers at her. I I, I, I I agree with you. Like, the end really didn't do anything for me. Did Shayna Baszler execute what was handed to her in a good way? Yes. Sure. I just keep I, 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 I just keep going back to this point. If if anybody wants to truly change this industry, somebody is going to have to be smart enough to start putting pencil to paper in a way that has been successful in the past. Stone Cold Steve Austin was a character. Hulk Hogan was a character. Sting was a character. The Undertaker was a character. Yada, yada, yada. This business has never flourished when it got away from what made it great in the beginning. Characters. And characters involved in strong stories. If you, if you look at a lot of wrestling these days, where is the depth of character? I'm sure we could rattle off a couple of them. Uh, uh, some characters seem to be losing depth. I, I can look to certain companies and see uh, uh, gaining them. I, I keep going back to MJF. MJF is a great example of a character yeah. who's getting deeper and deeper. Darby is, seems to be getting deeper and deeper. I think AEW is doing a better job with, their, uh, with developing their characters. I just don't know if wrestling fans these days have the attention span for those longer storylines. I lines. think they Look do. Look at Tony Khan. Does Tony Khan have any kind of attention span? I, I think they do, Bully. If you Answer, give, if you, you when Tony is on, does he seem to have an attention span, or is he just blah blah, blah 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 blah? Well, he's he's quick talking. He's on for thirty minutes. I mean, I don't know if he has the attention span. But what my whole thing is, if you have a, I'm telling you right now, Bully. If if you have a story that people are invested in, they're not going to be like, let's wrap this up. Let's move on. They're going to want more of it because they're enjoying it. They're invested in it. So I why is nobody I, coming up with these stories? Because they're fucking stupid. That's why. Everybody? The entire business is stupid? But because bullying. Every booker, give, every creative person is stupid? Yes, because where's the ratings? Where's the must-see TV? Is it I happening? Don't, I don't think they're stupid. I think they're all taking the easy way out. They're lazy is what you're saying. And this is what I have been saying about matches that are based around moves. It's lazy. This is matches that don't pay attention to the referee. It's lazy. The rules, who, it's lazy. Who's the greatest of all time, all right? Hogan. In your opinion, Ric Flair. All right, Ric Flair is the greatest. But, like, what's just the group of? Hogan was the perfect guy for the perfect time. The oversized muscle guy. Say your prayers. Take your vitamins. He was the perfect time for... The 80s. He was the perfect wrestler for the 80s. On one end. On the other end, it was Ric Flair. The guy that was in your face, a woman on every arm. The guy who wore the suit. You know, excess to the nines, like the 80s. Perfect guy for the 80s. Then you go into the 90s. He was Stone Cold Steve Austin. Now, I don't give a shit. Fuck you attitude. I don't care what you tell me. That was the perfect guy for that time. John Cena. The perfect time for the vision of the WWE. We want the kids. Let's give them hustle, loyalty, and respect. Respect your elders. Go out there and give give your 100% every single time. The perfect time to get the kids. Who 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 is it now? Who who's the guy? Who's who who is it? I mean, you you main evented your main event uh, segment 
God forbid, match, but main event segment was Alexa Bliss and Shayna Baszler. Who's the baby face? Who's the heel? What's the story? What's my emotional investment? Who should I be behind? What's gonna What's gonna make me tune into the next week? What's gonna make me want to buy a T-shirt and buy a ticket to the arena? Who are those people? For God's sakes, bully! You hit the nail right on the head yesterday. The commercial for SummerSlam all throughout Monday Night Raw last night was Vegas. Make it your vacation destination this summer to see SummerSlam. That that was the tagline for SummerSlam last night. Not We're come see Alexa away. Bliss. Not come see no. Charlotte Flair. Not no. come see Roman Reigns. No. Nope. Not come see. Come see the WWE in Vegas and make it your destination. Yeah, you asked me how do you sell out seventy. You said how do you sell out seventy two thousand? Make it a, 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 a vacation destination spot. Right. Listen, you brought up names when talking about SummerSlam. Brock Lesnar, The Rock, John Cena. About if you brought them in right now, right fucking now, with the roster that's in place by the WWE, what match is selling 72,000 tickets? Tell me. Sorry. Unless you bring back uh, Becky Lynch, would you consider her part of the roster? I mean, I mean, I guess you could, but again, bringing her back. Is she ready? Is she, I mean, you're I bringing Becky, her back. Becky, Becky versus Charlotte, Roman versus Randy. I, I, I don't know. I'm grasping here. Uh, uh, the current roster, I'm sorry. It's because they have not done a good enough job to get us emotionally invested in the current roster. Everything is surface. Everybody in the WWE, every talent in the WWE right now, to me, is an iceberg, and all we ever see is the tip. Okay. Rhea Ripley, has she gotten better or regressed? In my eyes, she has regressed because of what creative has handed her. Okay, and uh, listen, none of this is on the talent. I think you, I, I think we can all agree with that, Bully. This is all creative decisions and what they've done with the characters. Everybody, as you said, to get to the dance, you got to be damn good. And everybody that's in the WWE is good at what they do. Though probably somebody on Twitter will remind me about some of the names that aren't. But, you know, whatever. Asuka, has she gotten better or has she regressed? Regressed. Charlotte, has she gotten better or has she regressed? Regress, but I love her gear lately. Uh, okay, great. <laughs> like you, you know, you look at the, you look at these wrestlers. I, I mean, we I, just somebody, somebody that I that I like more lately is Randy Orton, and that's just because of his pairing with Riddle, and I like the, yes. I, I like the unlikely, uh, you know, friendship of them. You know, I like that rock and sock connection kind of friendship that they have. That's but fun. not many people. You know. Roman and Paul and the Usos based on their story. But there's not much depth there. It the, the bigger conversation and the bigger problem is the entire business. Who's the biggest star in the entire business? Please don't say Okada. Please don't say Kenny Omega. The biggest stars in the history of the business have always been the biggest larger-than-life characters, not wrestlers. Bret Hart was never as big of a star as Steve Austin, The Rock, or Hulk Hogan, and he is a far superior wrestler than any of those names I just mentioned. 
Shawn Michaels, one of the best workers ever, was known for being the heartbreak kid first. Meaning, it was all about that charisma. And then the match backed everything up. Who are those people today? This is why I see a problem across the board. Many aspects of the same problem, whether it's instant gratification, wrestlers too afraid to fully immerse themselves, especially when it comes to heels, because Lord knows this business is fucked when it comes to heels. Oh, my God. Because they're too handcuffed. Either handcuffed or afraid. MJF being the exception to the rule. I get it. We hear that all the time. And that's not a knock on on MJF, but that's what everybody brings up. Who else is there? What's the other heel? Charlotte? Not a, not a heel to me. I, I mean, there are no heels in the WWE. You Roman? have somebody who might be playing. Ah, I, I don't know. Is he really? I don't know. Vito Corleone was, Vito Corleone was a heel, wasn't he? But you loved him. And that's who kind of Roman is right now. Head of the table, the godfather, call it whatever you want. Tribal chief. There's too much either good guys or goody two-shoe shit or happy-go-lucky shit. There's not enough evil in the pro wrestling business. We have more evil on this show than the wrestling business have because we've got Ed Robinson. I see an industry, I see an entire business getting away from what made it great in the first place. And it's such an easy fix. Here's my positive. I have more faith in the NWA right now than any other company when when it comes to going back and doing things the way they used to be done with a new school twist to it to make things work. And just enough just, nostalgia, just enough Just story, put a yeah. camera in front. No, you know how, remember how, I'll never forget that first time Bischoff showed up in TNA and him and Hulk rope, r- r- ripped up the script and they this is the old script. Now there's no script and everything off the cuff and it was still bullshit. It was written in the script that there was not going to be any script. How about we do this? How about no script whatsoever? How about he has one hour of TV time with no script? Obviously, you have a rundown. You say, this person and this person have segment one. Segment two is this match. Segment three. Why don't you just let the company run for a little for, for, for a couple of months and then see what happens? That, Nobody does that. Nobody's got the it. balls to do it. That's They'll why. They'll never do it. They'll never do it. Because look at here's Raw. A li- here's a live microphone for guy A. Here's a live microphone for guy B. Go say whatever you want, and let's see what happens with it. What's the worst thing that can happen? Are ratings going to plummet? Give Eddie Kingston a mic. Give MJF a mic and say, goodbye. Go say whatever you want. Don't curse. Don't do anything that you're not allowed to do. Let's see what happens. Let's see what well- materializes. Bully, isn't this like I'm watching these A&E bios and I know we're kind of going off on a tangent here, but I think frustration, this tends to happen when you're frustrated. But I'm watching like the Brett the Hitman Hart documentary. And of course, Shawn Michaels mentioned the sunny days. You know, it's caused all problems with him. 
you know, at home. I'm not saying that you got to do that, but I'm just saying nothing was scripted. There was some animosity. There was a real life animosity between Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels. They used that animosity to put together one of the greatest feuds of all time. Bully, the Montreal Screwjob is still talked about today. Why? Because there was so um, so much emotion with the fans about that match and about that feud. The real-life thing that we weren't even a privy to as fans, but we knew just enough about that we were fully invested. Man, when, when Bret Hart did that, all of, we're like, holy shit. It's still talked about today. What going on on Monday Night Raw is going to be talked about 15, 20, 25, 30 years from now, unless it's talking about how pitifully bad that the show was. And watch this. I agree with you when it comes to Raw. When you think of AEW, what do you think of lately? The matches. The actual, you think of the exploding barbed wire. You think of the stadium stampede. You think of the double cage. The things that went awry. No, 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 I'm not saying they went awry. If there was a mistake or here or there, that's, that shit can happen. Okay. I'm not, okay, I'm talking about the gimmick match. Whenever talking about wrestling, you should be talking about the wrestlers. You should be talking about this guy, this guy, this girl, this girl. Those should be the first things that roll off. I watch AEW because of this person, this person, this person, or WWE because of this person, this person. Not because I want to see an exploding barbed wire match or a stadium stampede. It should be, I want to see Chris Jericho versus MJF in a stadium stampede or whatever they call it. It always has to be about the wrestler first. Otherwise, you are not invested in the most important asset of a wrestling company. And and listen, I th- I know we got to. What would it. happen if AEW wasn't throwing all these gimmick matches out there? I this I st- I still think there's there's the Boxleys, there's the Jerichos, yes, I, there's now the Sammy Guevara, where there's enough of a wrestler like that. But but again, all right, now get me to tune in to next week's show. Sammy Guevara is going to fall into the same uh, s- same kind of situation as a Darby Allen and Orange Cassidy. Until somebody beats Sammy Guevara within an inch of his life and makes his girlfriend cry at ringside, you will never ev- emotionally invest in Sammy Guevara. You'll just pay to see him do a 630 moonsault or whatever the and, hell it is. And that, or and drive a golf cart at the Mac Hardy. Sorry, guys. Emotional investment. We need emotional investment. We scratch the surface. We get there, but now it's time to go in deep across the board. Thanks for listening. Catch us Monday through Saturday on Busted Open from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM. Fight Nation, Channel 156. The Busted Open Podcast. Busted Open is part of the Sirius XM Podcast Network. The executive producer is Ed Robinson. The associate producer is Gabby Laspisa. Andy King is the director of sports podcasting for SiriusXM. Special thanks to SiriusXM Senior Vice President of Sports Programming and Podcasting, the legendary Steve Cohen, and SiriusXM Fight Nation Program Director, Marissa Rivas. SiriusXM Podcasts. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. 
Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash.